0: Well, good morning, Cathedral of Faith. God is good. And all the time. Well, stand to your feet. We're going to enter into worship. This is the day that the Lord has made and we choose to rejoice and be glad in it. For great is the Lord and greatly he is to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of His holiness. He is beautiful for situations. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the side of the cross, the city of the great King. Say a hallelujah one time. Hallelujah is the highest praise. So no matter how you feel today, no matter what you're thinking, Let's give this time to God. Let's lift up the highest praise of hallelujah and worship Him for He is worthy of all glory and all honor and all praise. Hallelujah! Woo! Come on, somebody.
1: Come on, Cathedral, let's stand to our feet. Lift your hands, lift your voices. Come on, let's raise a hallelujah together.
2: Hallelujah
1: in the house of the lord amen so welcome everyone to the cathedral of faith where everyone is welcome nobody's perfect and where the love is lived out and absolutely anything and everything is amen because we serve an amazing god amen in just a few moments we're going to be taking communion so if you haven't received your communion elements as you came in please raise your hand and one of our ushers will gladly um, hand you an element and um pastor romel will be coming up in a few minutes to lead us in a powerful moment of communion
3: elements and you hold them in your hands know that Jesus he he sets up this last supper for the disciples uh, to let them know that well they were more than just students they were more than simply friends he wanted them to know that well they were family and communion is here for us today to remember that look we're we're part of the family too see we're we're sons and we're daughters of the heavenly father who gave us jesus so that we can believe in him and that we could be saved so in the bible it says that jesus well he took the bread and he broke it and he lifted up giving thanks to the father and he said this is my body which will be broken for you. And when you eat of it, remember me. Remember that I came to take the brokenness of this world, the brokenness of your life, and I can put the pieces back together and make it whole again. So let's eat of the body of Christ together. Then in the same way, He took the cup. Again, he lifted up to the Father, giving thanks, and he said, this, this is my blood. It's the blood of a new and an everlasting covenant. It'll be shed for you and for all so that sins can be forgiven. And when you drink, drink and remember, remember me that I conquered death through the resurrection. And because of it, In me and through me, anything and everything is possible in your life. So let's drink of the life-giving cup of Jesus. And let's seal this time praying together the prayer that the Lord Jesus taught us himself. Let's pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Before you're seated, look at somebody and tell them, we're family. And here is the latest and greatest of your Cathedral of Faith.
4: Welcome, Cathedral family, and a special welcome to our first-time guests. If you are a first-time guest, please scan the QR code, text the number that you see on the screen, or visit one of our team members after service. We will love to connect with you. Bethany Hamilton is coming to Cathedral. That's right. You may know Bethany from her story that was told through the movie, Soul Surfer. Bethany will be with us here at Cathedral for a special event happening on Saturday, May the 14th. To purchase your tickets, visit BethanyHamiltonLive.com. We are always looking for ways to partner with the Cathedral community. What an honor it is to have Bloom Energy with us today. Bloom Energy is a clean, resilient energy company based in San Jose. With advanced manufactured facilities in Fremont, Bloom is currently hiring hundreds of new employees. So if you're looking for a job opportunity, check out their kiosk in the lobby after service. Well, Cathedral family, that wraps up our announcements for today. Stay connected with us by following all our social media platforms, visit our website, or call the church office. We are a church where anything is possible and where the love is definitely lived out. Until next time, bye.
5: Well, thank you, Aunt Quisha. Well, good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Isn't it a beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord? We're so glad you're here. A lot of exciting things coming up. Make sure to invite a friend or family member to come out for Bethany Hamilton and hear her amazing story. It will be a blessing to them. And don't forget, next weekend, Pastor Ken kicks off a brand new series of messages entitled Breaking Free uh, discovering Your Best Life. So don't miss next Sunday with Pastor Ken. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you to all the church family for really stepping up during the Easter season and all the ways you have gave of your time, your talent, and your resources to help us be a blessing. The best news ever is that hundreds and hundreds of people during the Easter, se- during the Easter season gave their hearts to Jesus Christ, amen? That's the best news ever. And I just got a text message this morning from our Italian ministry partner, and they sent me this video, you can see it behind me, that we're able to help serve 1,200 Ukrainian refugees' meals through your support. So thank you, (laughs) Cathedral. As we've discovered that God gave us his best so we could experience his best, that God is our source, that every good and perfect gift comes from heaven, amen? that he is the source of everything in our life. And I want to say, as we grow and we use our life to be a blessing, that is God's purpose. God wants to use you to be a blessing. So thank you for all the Cathedral Faith family for how you give your best to help us live out the love of Jesus, not only here in the Bay Area, but around the world. And there's lots of easy ways to give, of course, you know, online through our app, or you can text the number that's on the screen, or you can simply give on your way out uh, to one of the ushers on your way out. So I hope your heart is prepared to receive because Dr. Wayne has an amazing message that's gonna bless your socks off today. Let's give it up for Dr. Wayne.
6: Amen, cathedral family. Let's stand together. Whether this is your first time here or you've been coming all your life, welcome. It's great to be together. And I thought it'd be good if we got to know each other a little bit today. So when I count to three, I want you to yell out your name. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. I got a few of them. Uh, let me see if I can try something a little more unifying. Uh, when I count to three, call out the city you were born in. Okay, one, two, three. Oh Wow. I don't know if you realize it, but we have people at Cathedral of Faith born in 55 different countries. But I think San Jose was the most frequently one said here. Let's, let's try something a little more unifying. When I count to three, I want you to call out the name of your Lord and Savior, whose resurrection brought you life. One, two, three. Jesus! What's his name? Jesus! Ah, you know what? We might not have heard every name, but the beautiful thing is God knows our name. He knows where we were born. He loves us and cares for us. And together, we are all part of one big, great family. Now, last week, we had a powerful time celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. But if you ever wonder, what's Jesus doing now? Well, let me give you a few clues to that. Ephesians chapter five says this. It says, "Jesus gave his life for the church. for the what? Church. He did this so the church. the church might stand strong before him in shining greatness. He gave his life for each of us, but he gave his life for us together. Just a few verses earlier in chapter five, Paul writes this: "Christ loved the The church and gave himself up for her. The church is important to Jesus. He cares about the church. He loves the church. He loves this church. And he wants us to be about what he's doing. In fact, let's talk about what he's doing right now. Romans chapter 8 tells us this. It says, it is Christ who is risen, who is even at the right hand of God, and intercedes for us. You know, I am so happy for many of you that I often call and say, hey, can you pray with me about this? Can we stand together for this? And it's great to have you praying, but how much greater that Jesus himself is praying for us. Isn't that right, Terry? That's powerful news, that he's praying for us. But there's something else he's up to right now, too. Matthew 16 tells us what his priority is. It says, I will build my church church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. That's what Jesus is doing right now. Jesus is building the church. Jesus is building this church because he wants us to love what he loves. He wants us to do what he's doing, which is to build the church and That's why we have these incredible values here at Cathedral of Faith that come directly from Scripture. And let's declare them together. Where everyone is, where no one is, where anything is, and the love is, that's what Jesus is building, a place for that to happen. And that's why I'm sharing a message with you this weekend called Why I Love My Church. Because Jesus loves the church. You know, everybody all over the world, if I were to say, name your Lord and Savior, everybody who says Jesus, they're part of the church. But he also, in addition to putting around the world the universal church, he puts local churches. And the reason there's so many local churches is one church, one congregation, can't perfectly demonstrate everything there is about the kingdom of God. But each one of us has our part and our role. In fact, let me read the word of the Lord to you from Ephesians chapter five. This is today's text. It says, you are members of God's family. You are his building. Christ Jesus himself is the most important stone of the building. The whole building is held together by him. And because you belong to him, you are being built together by him into a house where God lives through his spirit. God wanted his great wisdom to be known through the church. Through the, well, let's try that again. God wanted his great wisdom to be known through the church. This was God's plan for all of history, which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. We are part of his plan for all of history to be the church. Now, we're going to go back and read that first part, but I made a slight change to it. I took all the U's and made them W's. So let's read those together. Here we go. We are members of God's family. We are his building. Christ Jesus himself is the most important stone in the building. The whole building is held together by him. Because we belong to him, we are being built together by him into a house where God lives through his spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you. You're interceding for every one of us. You know our names, where we were born. You know everything about us. You know what's best for us. And one of the things that you did is you gave your life for the church because you knew we needed to be part of a family. We thank you that you love the church and gave your life for it. You love this church. And we want to love what you love. And we want to build your church as you're building your church. And so come today and speak to us by the Spirit. There to be people who need to be encouraged today, strengthened today, convicted today, blessed today. I pray that we'd be open to receive all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's give God thanks and praise for his faithfulness. So as you're being seated, turn to three people and say, welcome home. God has had a dream since the beginning of time that there would be a people here on earth who would demonstrate what it's like in heaven. And that's what we are. We're the people who get to demonstrate here what heaven is like. And we're gonna look at several components of that, of who we are as a church, why I love this church, and why I believe God wants to help you fall in love with this church as well. The first of all, our core value is this. We're a family where everyone is welcome, and we what? We connect. We build up and strengthen one another. Part of the purpose of being together isn't making this a spectator sport where we just come and observe, but it's a place where we build up and encourage each other. In First Thessalonians, Paul tells us that very clearly when he says, encourage one another and build each other up. Something I want to encourage you to do when you come on Sundays or Wednesdays or whenever you're here, part of our church family, when you pull in the parking lot before you run in here to get a seat, just sit there for 15, 20 seconds and say, God, is there somebody I should bless today? Is there someone I should encourage today? Give me a word for them. And maybe God will put Trudy on your heart and you'll come and say, hey Trudy, I wanna share this word with you. Or maybe you'll just be watching the whole time, God, is there someone I can encourage and strengthen? Because this isn't just about coming and sitting, it's about being a family together. In fact, Paul writes in Ephesians chapter two, you are members of God's very own family and you belong in God's household with every other Christian. Now, for some of you, the word family might not have the best kind of connotations. For others of you, you had an amazing experience, but whether it was a negative or positive experience, what God intends the family to be here at Cathedral of Faith far supersedes anything we can imagine. He wants to build us together in support and encouragement and strength. In fact, in 1 Timothy chapter 3, we read this description when it says, God's family is the church of the living God, the support and foundation of truth. The church becomes a foundation for us. Now, we know all about foundations here in California. It's because of earthquakes. Earthquakes. You wanna have a strong foundation when things start shaking. You don't wanna be a millennium tower. Well, you you wanna make sure you stand firm. And I'm not a prophet, but I can tell you somewhere down the road, you're gonna face an earthquake. It might be a health earthquake or an emotional earthquake or a financial earthquake, relational earthquake. There's gonna be some shaking going on. How many know we just went through a great season of shaking? And when you have a foundation that's firm, that's what God intends the church to be. Now, God's made this to be a a safe place. One of the descriptions that God gives of himself in the scripture is that he is our refuge. He's a place to be safe. You know that feeling when you're playing tag as a kid and you run and you touch base. So you say, I'm safe. You can't tag me here. Well, that's who God is and that's what he made the church to be. We are that place of refuge. It's a place to be safe. Some of you, safety means you come in a little after service starts so you don't have to run into anybody. You leave a little before it's over just so you don't have to talk to anybody and you know what? That's okay. You're safe here. We, we, we recognize that some people need to do that for a while. I've known people who did that for a couple years and eventually became a pastor here because it's a safe place. Or maybe you're the type that comes really early, talks to a bunch of people, stays a long time afterwards, and one more locking up, you're still here. Either one of those. This is a safe place. That's what God's called us to be. When we connect, it's a place to be together and to experience God's favor and God's blessing. He's our refuge. He celebrates us. And we want to celebrate you as well. I'm gonna invite Lucy to come join me here on the platform. We're gonna talk a little bit about how important it is to connect, why connecting is important, especially in light of what we walk through together and what we experience. So Lucy, it's great to have you here. Blessings on you. Thanks for being here today. So Lucy, why don't you tell us what city you were born in?
7: Bakersfield, California, but I was raised in San Jose in my life.
6: All right. And uh, what's your favorite Bible story?
7: It's about Nicodemus. uh, When he came in the night to talk to Jesus, and he believed who he was, but he just didn't know how how to get to the kingdom and Jesus told them that you must be born again. And the reason that it's so important to me is uh, many years ago when uh, I started coming to church, I didn't know anything about uh, being born again and Pastor Kenny was preaching and I was sitting right about there and when he started saying that you must be born again and I had never heard that in my whole life. Uh, I didn't have any church upbringing and so when he said that, it was like something in my spirit just kind of looked to the person, person next to me, and I thought, is this true, you know? And so I received Christ because of that.
6: Amen. Wow, that's great. So how long have you been coming to Cathedral of Faith? Yeah, let's...
7: And I'd like to add also that my husband um, was not saved at the time I started coming to church. And because joining the choir and, you know, making contacts here slowly, um, they prayed him in and he received Christ. So had I not been in the right place at the right time when God was calling me, um, I don't know if he would be in heaven. <laughs> so, but, um, Amen. Uh, so how
6: long have you become to cathedral?
7: About 35 years. Wow. Yeah. About 35 years.
6: That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what, what do you love most about cathedral faith?
7: Of course I love all you pastors. You've been there for me through so many things and uh, the people. But one of the things that really just touches my heart is the worship. You know, you you come in at the beginning of service, the worship team is playing, we're adoring the Lord, we're giving praise and honor to Him. But something kicks in and the Holy Spirit kicks in. And even if you're one of the people that sits in the back, you're gonna get the overflow. People next to you are praising, and you will catch it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just such a blessing that the Holy Spirit is invited and dwells here.
6: Amen. So tell us a little bit about how this has been a place for you to connect.
7: Uh, Through the years, it's been a lot of years, um, I got involved with other ministries here and there, slowly. It was not comfortable since, you know, we didn't have an upbringing in church, and two of the main ministries that um, that I can share the most that impacted our lives was the choir. And even my husband joined the choir, and that was like a miracle. I mean, he, he even played one of the disciples in one of the Easter plays. And it's something that I never thought. I mean, never thought that he would come to, to be uh, saved. But I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people uh, in the choir. I was in the choir and, and music ministry for many years. And then the second was... Um, God kept prompting us to go to a marriage class. We were doing okay, but, mm, you know, we needed to really know the correct way to to be married together and how to fight scripturally, you know, not not to be going in circles. So we went, and it was uncomfortable, but we did it anyway, and uh, after a while, the teacher uh, that was teaching the class and his wife said, hey, we've got a opening in our home group at home for married couples. Would you like to join? We weren't sure. We were a little nervous, but we went. And over the years, they have. Uh, we've just met so many wonderful couples. You know, uh, going to that class and attending church and just continuing to be involved. And um, the reason it's so important to connect uh, for me was my husband Bob passed away about. It'll be three years in June, and all the connections. I couldn't have done it without all my pastors and without all of the loved ones that God's given me, you know, and it's just beautiful. I just, I praise God and I thank God. You know, he's just, he never fails. He doesn't know how to fail.
6: Amen, I think, you know, for you being so faithful, amen, let's give thank God thanks for that. I think for you being so faithful all those years to connect, to serve, to even push beyond your comfort zone, like you said at first, it wasn't even comfortable, but ultimately, those relationships, those connections are the very ones that walked with you through these past couple years and the many losses you've had, I mean, in addition to to losing Bob. So I just really appreciate the way you've demonstrated that with your life and the way you serve so faithfully. And just thank you so much, Lou. Let's tell Lucy thanks for being here today. Thank you, Pastor. Thank
7: you.
6: God created us for connection. Connection with him, but also connection with others. Because we never fully become all God tended for us to be by ourselves. We really do need each other. And I'm going to encourage some of you, you might be like Lucy was, like, oh, I don't know. know, Here's part of the problem. Some of our wounds come in relationship, and it makes us shy and pull back and afraid. But here's the truth that goes with that healing comes through relationships too. If you've been wounded in relationship, it's in relationship that healing happens. And I wanna encourage you, maybe this is time for you to start thinking about stepping beyond just being a spectator. You're welcome to do that as long as you need to. But maybe it's time to take that step of faith to be more connected. Let's talk about the second item that the scripture talks to us about. We're a family where no one is perfect. And as a result, we... We grow, we become more like Christ bearing fruit. Now, let me, I'm sure all of you know this who have children, but the goal is not to give your kids a bottle as long as they live. It's not to spoon feed them as long as they live. It's not to make, just do everything for them as long as they live. At some point, maturity means we start being responsible. And it's the same thing in the body of Christ. We're glad to feed you each week, the word of the Lord. We're glad to encourage you each week. But there comes a point where God calls us to be not babes in Christ, but mature. And in Ephesians chapter 4, Paul puts it this way. He says, we will be mature and full grown in the Lord, measuring up to the full statue of Christ. What that means is, as we grow in the Lord, we start to have two things happen inside of us. Being mature or becoming mature means two things. First, we'll be more like Christ in our character and we'll do more like Christ in our actions. We'll start to reflect him in the way we live. We'll start to do the kinds of things he would do in the way he cares, the way he loves, the way he serves. And part of that is we grow as we learn to use what God's put in our hands In Ephesians chapter 4, here's how Paul puts it. He says, we grow as each individual does their job. Now, again, we're a place where nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I don't hear any (laughs) amens. Nobody's perfect. You know, there's a difference in the wild between donkeys and horses, When donkeys get attacked by a pack of wolves or a pack of wild dogs, they get really afraid. And so they figure it's best if we all get together. So they form a circle, but here's what they do. They're so afraid to take their eyes off of these wolves or these wild dogs that they're looking at them and they all back up against each other. And they're all backed up together and the dogs are coming at them and they're getting all rolled until finally one donkey kicks one of the other donkeys. And that becomes dinner. Because when they get attacked, they kick, and they kick one of the other donkeys. And off they all go, and that one's down. Here's what horses do. When they get attacked in the wild, they all put their heads in. And when they kick, they kick out of the dogs. So the moral of the story is, don't be uh, a donkey. (laughs) We're... Nobody here is perfect. Instead of kicking each other, condemning each other, judging each other, this is a place that we can all grow together and grow in God's purposes. In fact, I've got some treats here for all you guys sitting here in the front row, and it's like, here you go. I've got some Hershey's Kisses here. If you're diabetic or on a diet, don't feel like you have to eat it. Oh man! <laughs> I wish I had enough kisses for everybody. I actually con—I contacted Hershey, Pennsylvania and asked them to send me enough for everybody, and they said they would send them for free, but they wanted to charge me $1,000 for shipping. <laughs> so that's why all of you don't get kisses today. Okay, so go, go ahead, open up this kiss. Go ahead, and open it up. I want you to, here, you guys need some kisses too. I'm getting generous with kisses today. Go ahead and open it up. Oh, Pastor Kurt needs a kiss. Here we go. Oh, Pastor Shelley, you gotta have a kiss. Here we go. Okay, go ahead and open them up. Here's one extra one. Okay, go ahead and open them up and eat them. All the rest of you, I'm I'm sorry. So let me ask you a couple of questions. How many of you ate it in one bite? Raise your hand. How many took a couple bites? Raise your hand. Oh, go Juana. How many of you let it melt in your mouth? How many of you took the wrapper off? (laughs) Now, during COVID, we're really grateful for wrappers. I've read enough studies about candy dishes at restaurants to know you don't want to eat anything that's not wrapped. But here's what you do. In order to get to the sweet stuff, In order to get to the good stuff, you take the wrapper off. And that's part of what happens at Cathedral of Faith. We all have different kinds of wrappers. Sometimes there might be a personality that sort of gets under your skin or a person's character or attitude or the way they respond. But what we do is instead of throwing out the kiss, we unwrap it so that we can find the sweet spot inside. And that's what we do at Cathedral. We want to help you discover who you are We've all got outside rappers that means none of us are perfect, but we help each other and we grow. This is what cathedral's for. It's a place for you to grow. We do that through classes. We do it through ministry, through opportunities. In fact, I wanna invite Will and Tony to come up and join me here on the platform for just a minute. We've talked about the importance of connecting. Now I wanna talk about the importance of growing. God wants you to grow to be more like Christ, to reflect Him in how you live with your character and what you do with your life. And it's great to have my friends Will and Tony here with us. Welcome, guys. Let's welcome them here. How fun. I love these guys. So um, tell us where you were both born.
8: I'm from Manila, Philippines. So, hi, everybody.
9: Manila, Philippines. All right. Hi,
6: everyone. My name is Will
9: and my beautiful wife, Tony, and my three kids. All right, beautiful kids. <laughs> how
6: fun. So uh, what's your favorite Bible story?
8: So our favorite Bible story is um, something that resonates to us, um, especially in this life journey. It will be the story that most of you guys know, it's the David and Goliath. Um, so it reflects and I guess relates to us in our journey right now because um, everybody, as you know, COVID happens and, we will all go through this giant circumstance, whether it's actually a person, a circumstance in life, an idea, a desire that's not supposed to be there, an addiction. But it was the faith of David and that seed that was instilled in him of that stone to conquer that circumstance, to conquer that giant. And we are going through that. And because of that, it really makes us step into that growth of faith that we have as a young couple. We've been married 14 years. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Strong. He still gives me butterflies (laughs) in my stomach. But um, it helps us grow because through that hardship and that faith and that step of faith, it helps us stronger as a couple and also within our faith that we really, really have to be faith and step out of our comfort zone and that's what he did a stone and a giant speaks for itself
6: amen thanks so much so tell us how long you've been coming to cathedral
9: uh we've been coming over here 14 years for 14 years
6: wow how fun so um yeah let's that's great stuff so tell me what you love most about cathedral of faith
8: um, we love Cathedral because we see it as our second family. We are a family here. It's really big, but it's a family. Um, we love that Cathedral is supports be a bless. Uh, you are blessed to be a blessing, and we we do that as a family. We are blessed, and we are thankful, and we we try to be blessings to others. And also that no one's is perfect. Everybody's welcome, and we feel that the diversity here. Everybody has a smile on their face. And if you do are sad, there's someone willing to shoulder going behind you, be like, Hey, everything will be okay. Even though you don't know that person. And through our experience, all the pastors here, they were like a big brothers in our journey here. as of this pandemic.
6: All right. So tell us a little bit about how this has been a place for you guys to grow. Okay.
9: started during pandemic, God planted the seed, planted seed in our hearts and, uh, he gave a nudge through us by doing a business. So, uh, so what happened was, we, we started a business, and I was unemployed at that time. I was like, Lord, what, what, what do we need to do to do this, right? And we, so many prayers, we prayed so much, uh, we prayed a lot, and then, and then we started the business uh, we started the business. Uh, God, Catrilo Faith helped us through this. Uh, we said that that building or oh, that, that wall, that actually the wall, you wouldn't see behind that wall when, when you just stand there, you just have to jump the leap of faith. Hmm. You wouldn't see the back, the back end, if you wouldn't jump the leap of faith. So that's what we did as, as a couple, we did it and, uh, okay, Lord what location do I need to go? What location? Because I have two, we have two locations right now. And sure enough, uh, church opens up. We went to amphitheater. We stayed over there for a couple of minutes. And then Pastor Wayne come up to us. And uh, our location, sure, uh, you told us the location. It was just a sign. You know, it was just, Okay, uh, let's start this. Uh, why don't you do coffee for San Pedro Square Market? And then we started it. Oh, San Pedro Square, Mar- Square Market. So this is, this is a sign. Yeah.
8: So literally, he was like, Hey, have you guys tried that coffee at San Pedro Square? And literally, my face was like, Oh, is that the sign? Is
9: that, that's the sign.
8: <laughs> so okay, it, so. Was, it was just, a, this is what Pastor was saying. Just stay a few minutes, talk to people. Say a little bit, and you'll be surprised. Yeah. That was probably the answer you've been waiting for. It might come to a pastor. It might come to a person just sitting right beside you. It all starts with a cup of coffee or a hello.
6: Yeah.
9: yeah. I, as I, uh, James, uh, James 2.17. Uh, without our faith, without, uh, without action is dead. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the scripture that I always look for. Look for.
6: Yeah, and as, as they were sharing what God was putting on their heart, cathedral has always been a place for people to dream and encourage dreams. And as we have prayed together, we went down and anointed that area and prayed over it many times. And, and now, if you're ever in the mood for mochi nut donuts or for uh, hot dogs and fried rice. Rice hot dogs. Rice, rice hot dogs. <laughs> um, go down to San Pedro Square. They've got a great business God's given them. And even since then, yeah, let's hear for them. And even since then, that both have been supplied amazing new job opportunities. And it's just been great watching them grow in faith as they heard from God and stepped out. It happened because of relationships, of being willing to grow. And that's that second part. We connect together, but say, God, help me grow. They they could still be sitting in comfort and uh, you know, moving back to the Philippines, but God opened the door for this. And as they stepped out in faith, God's honored that. And that's really what we want to do here at Cathedrals, help you dream, figure out what God's saying to you. Because none of us are perfect. We need each other and we need each other to grow. Thanks so much for sharing your story. It's great to have you here with us. Love you guys so much. Blessings on you. How fun, bless you Will. Uh, How fun, love these guys. God wants you to connect, he wants you to grow, and third of all, we are family where anything is possible, and as a result, we, we bless. We show what Christ is like in this world. Because anything's possible, God called us to be blessed, to be a blessing. From the very beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, he blessed them. When he came to Abraham, he says, I'm gonna bless you, but the purpose is to be a blessing. And what a blessing we've received that 55 years ago, Pastor Kenny and Shirley packed up their two little boys in the Midwest and moved all the way out here. Pastor Kenny faithfully planted this amazing church, planting seeds of faith that have been sprouting for five decades. Let's give God thanks for our amazing founding pastor. In addition to that, Then God raised raised up Pastor Ken, who faithfully each week seeks the Lord about what to preach and how to lead and what we should do and how we can touch the community. I've never known a church that was so active in serving the people in the community who are in need, giving out millions of dollars of food, blessing and, and, and being part of ministries and nonprofits and supporting other churches. One thing you'll never hear here is you'll never hear us tear down other congregations. You don't have to do that. And I'm so grateful for Pastor Ken. Let's hear it for Pastor Ken today as well. Amen? We've all been blessed to be a blessing, to let our light shine. In fact, Jesus puts it this way in Matthew chapter 5 when he says these words, Let your light shine before people in such a way that they will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. As I said earlier, God has always been looking for a people who would demonstrate here on earth what it's like in heaven. And that's what our job is. We're like the commercials that say, hey, following Jesus, this is what it's like. We are called to bless others because we have been so blessed. Jesus put it this way when he was praying the prayer that he taught us to pray in Matthew chapter 6 when he said, Lord, your kingdom come your will be done on earth in our zip code as it is in heaven. Whether you're watching in France right now or watching somewhere around the country, around the world, or whether we're right here on campus, God wants to demonstrate in our zip code what it's like in heaven. Paul also goes on in 2 Corinthians to put it this way. He says, all of us reflect the Lord's glory. We're being changed into his image. That's what God desires for us that he would bless the community through us. You're not just blessed so you can be blessed. You're blessed so that we can be a blessing. And I'm just so grateful for the way God has raised up a church here that takes that seriously. I don't know about you, but my heart was broken for those who were struggling during the pandemic, for those coming out of Ukraine. And every time, Cathedral steps up and is part of that. And I'm just grateful for the incredible leadership God has here at Cathedral of Faith. In fact, I'm gonna ask everyone on staff, all the pastors to stand up for just a moment. we want to say thank you to you guys. Thanks for your leadership. Thanks for being part of it. We have an amazing team that leads us in that. Well, in first service, it was my privilege to have Carl Gardino with me. He had to go catch an airplane really quickly. But let's take a look at the screens, my interview with him. So Carl, what, what city were you born in?
10: O'Connor Hospital right here in San Jose. Whoa. But they still haven't put up a plaque.
6: Oh, there you go. Well, we'll work on that. Uh, Maybe I'll make a laminated one to put on the door. There you go. So what's your favorite Bible story, Carl?
10: The same night, two different people with two different attitudes, and therefore two different outcomes. One of those two people, it was the night of the Last Supper. One of those two people was was Peter. He betrayed our Savior three times, but he humbled himself, was forgiven. And became the rock of the church. Mm. The other, amen. amen. The other person was Judas. He betrayed our Savior, but stayed filled with pride instead of humility, and killed himself mm. and separated himself from our Savior.
6: So, what to do when we make mistakes? That's a pretty big deal. So, how long have you been coming to Cathedral of Faith?
10: December of 2017.
6: Wow, all right. And uh, what do you love most about Cathedral of Faith?
10: I love looking out at our congregation and seeing the diversity that reflects the valley in which we live. And in that diversity, the unity of Christ that draws us together to be a blessing to the valley in which we live.
6: Amen, amen, I love that too. In fact, you may not realize it, but you know we call out the cities we were born in earlier. We have people born in 55 different nations here at Cathedral Faith. Isn't that pretty amazing? That's pretty great. So talk to us a little bit about how Cathedral has been a place for you to bless.
10: Well, first of all, I, I must share, when we came in December of 2017, that was a joy for me and a challenge for my wife and at that time, two daughters. Because we were leaving a church that we loved, but I felt that this should be our church home. And that was very hard for my kids at first and my wife and they trusted me. Mm -hmm. And it all turned around when Pastor Irene reached out to my wife, Leslie, and said, let's have coffee. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to start building connections And that is the strength of Cathedral of Faith to allow us to build connections and to try to be a blessing in return. Uh, Right before the pandemic started, I decided to leave a career that I loved after 24 years as a CEO because I felt God was telling me to move along. And so I made that announcement in January of 2020. And then in March, the pandemic hit our country like a tsunami and I was giving up a career where I was safe to venture out where I wasn't sure there would be a place to go. And I was blessed by going to work on the executive team of Bloom Energy, a clean, resilient energy company based here in San Jose, but a global company. And now we get to return that blessing because as was mentioned earlier, uh, Bloom Energy is hiring hundreds of people Mm. today right here in high cost Silicon Valley. And that's scores of engineers, finance professionals, logistics, supply chain, but it's also over 100 folks who want advanced manufacturing careers and if I may mention one, nearly 270 of those careers are for folks who don't even need a high school diploma. Wow,
6: And,
10: wow. and without a high school diploma, we prefer a high school diploma, it's not required. Without a high school diploma, full health care benefits, medical, dental, visual, for the entire family, wow. a three, a $3,000 signing bonus, wow. $2,600 of training for that job, almost all career growth internally, and full-time jobs with starting pay without a high school diploma, 21 to $25 an hour.
6: Wow, uh-huh. that's pretty amazing. So, one of the things I really appreciate about Carl and Leslie is the way they've blessed our community. They're the ones who came up with the idea of the turkey trot that ran for years. Yeah, let's hear it. And. Um, Actually, you've got another race coming up this July, right?
10: July 2nd, Independence Day weekend. Join us in downtown San Jose, Stars and Strides, as a playoff of Stars and Stripes, so that we can celebrate and support our frontline hospital and healthcare workers who have been with us every step of the way through this global pandemic.
6: So, and, and Wayne, there in, is
10: a costume contest so that you can win that costume contest too.
6: <laughs> what a blessing uh, Carl and Leslie have been to us in so many ways. But I just wanted to make sure that some of you knew. Some of you might have walked in today saying, I need a job. And, or some of you might be saying, feeling like the nest is like feathers pulling out and it's time for a new job. Carl's going to be outside with a team in the amphitheater following service. They're ready to hire 200 people, so this may be your day, amen? So thank you so much, Carl, many blessings on you. Thanks. So actually, even though Carl's gone, he's got a team out there in the amphitheater, this may be your day to get a job. Uh, If you would like to stop out there afterwards at Bloom Energy, they have hundreds of jobs ready to hire. Or you may know somebody in your family that, you know, some of you whose kids are still home at 35, um, (laughs) you might go get them an application. We have a great family, we're called to bless others. Who knew you could come to church and get a job today, amen? God wants to bless you to be a blessing. In fact, I I wanna say a special thanks to many of you who've been so faithful for so many years. And I'm gonna ask you, if you've been at cathedral faith 30 years or longer, stand up. 30 years or longer, stand up. All right, let's hear it for this team. Stay stay standing, stay standing. If you've been here 20 years or longer, join them. 20 years or longer, everybody stand up. 20 years or longer. If you've been here 10 years or longer, stand up. This is where I stand up. 10 years or longer, all right. It's great to have you here. If you've been here five years or longer, stand up. Five years or longer, stand up. All right. If you're here today, stand up. There you go. What a great family we have. We have. So what I'd like you to do is turn to somebody and tell them what your favorite Bible story is. Go ahead and tell them what your favorite Bible story is. Here's why it's important to do that. I'm just trying to help you get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, when you get together with your family reunions or, or you get together with your family on holidays, how many at some point, somebody says, oh, do you remember when? Remember when this happened? Remember when that took place? Remember last Thanksgiving? Remember Christmas? And well, this Bible is our family stories as well. This is our spiritual history. God has done great things in the past. He's done great things at the cathedral in the past. He's got great days ahead, but great days are here, Amen. So as you're being seated, say, great days, are here. great days are here. Let's close out with our fourth point now. Not only do we connect, not only do we grow, not only is this a place to bless, but finally, we're a family where the love is lived out and we, we serve. We have a purpose to fulfill God's dream. Part of being in a family is serving together. In Galatians 6, Paul puts it this way when he says, Let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. God calls us to serve, to help, to bless one another. Peter goes on to say it this way in chapter 4 of his book, Each one should use whatever gift they have received to serve others. Faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. I'm so grateful for the many ministries we have here, for the many ways that you serve and bless. Without your faithfulness to take care of finances and bless this place, we wouldn't be able to serve the millions of people that we've been able to serve through the years. Pastor Kurt, would you stand up? I just wanna say a special shout out to Pastor Kurt. He runs our finances here. Did you know that for almost three decades, we've been debt free? That's pretty incredible. We're grateful for God's faithfulness and your faithfulness and for Pastor Kurt's leadership. I know many churches who put out thousands of dollars every month to the bank for interest, but we've been able to take everything that comes in and feed people and support people and encourage people and make ministries happen because of faithfulness. You see, Mark chapter 10 tells us what Jesus is like, who we're becoming. It says, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. For some of us, we've been growing, we've been connecting, but it might be time to take that step to serve. Again, I'm so grateful for the powerful people who each week greet us in the lobby, who receive tithes and offerings, who faithfully teach our children every week and work with our youth, who serve in reaching out. In fact, if if you volunteer in any area of cathedral faith, I want to just ask you to stand for just a moment. All of our volunteers who serve in ministries, let's hear it for them. Woo! Yes. We couldn't do it without you. And I'm grateful, in fact, I would encourage you, uh, our children's ministry does a powerful job of helping kids make wise choices. Pastor Kidd's gonna start a series next week on breaking free, and I'm looking forward to it about how God brings us victory over all kinds of difficulties. But by teaching our children, you actually help them avoid those difficulties. And so I wanna encourage some of you to step up and say, hey, I'd be willing to bless and work with our kids, we train you, we supply you with everything you need. There are so many places you can serve in reaching out, in different ministries. In fact, I'm going to invite Jeff to come join me on the platform. Jeff has been serving here at Cathedral of Faith for a while. Again, we've talked about this might be the time to step up and connect. It might be the time to step up to grow. It might be the time to step up and bless. Or it could be the time to step up and serve. Uh, So good to have you with us today, buddy. So... Tell us where you were born, Jeff. I was born in Ohio. All right. What part? I born in Ohio, right born by Cleveland. Ohio. All right. Any Ohioans? Any Buckeyes here? It looks like you're all alone. Anybody, anybody else born in Mississippi? That's where I was born. I guess I'm the only Mississippi boy, too. So um, tell us what your favorite Bible story is.
11: Uh, Abraham, because of how faithful he was
6: mm. to God. Amen. Well, no wonder you're so faithful. He's your, he's your model, huh? So how long have you become in the Cathedral of Faith?
11: Uh, about 22, 23 years now.
6: 22, 23 years. But wow. I was in the
11: background. So what, what was that? I was in the background and not stepping out forward like I uh, should have been.
6: Well, for a long time, you flew under the radar, but that's what you needed then. Yeah. And there's some people flying under the radar now, and that's what they need. And again, that's why Cathedral is a safe place for that to happen. But then tell us what you love about Cathedral.
11: Uh, I love the, the, the pastors and uh, the service before this one. I called them the dream team. But in actuality, they're actually an all-star cast. Because <laughs> uh, each and every one of them bring a good message whenever they're speaking. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps me encouraged and keeps me strong.
6: Well, and, and, but I just need to tell you, you're such an encourage. every week standing out there greeting people and smile your face. And you've been through a lot of stuff lately. I mean, you just had a heart attack and yeah. went through recovery process and all that. And yet you faithfully out there serving and greeting. And I think that's one of the things that makes it feel like a home when you come in and see those exactly. familiar faces every week, yeah. you know, you come in and see that smile. And so tell us how this has been a place for you to serve.
11: Well, you know, like you said, when I had a heart attack, uh, The front line and the ministry just stepped up and really prayed for me and was there for me. Uh, Pastor Kirk came over to the hospital and stood over me like an angel and uh, prayed with me. And uh, everyone here were very supportive, you know, and you yourself was very supportive. And I just love the church, I love the staff, I love everything about Cathedral of Faith and it's making me better and better stronger and stronger. And I've just been blessed with a really nice job through prayer. And uh, I have so much to say, but I don't have enough time. So, <laughs> you know, a uh, uh, setback is uh, a uh, setback is a setup for a comeback. Yeah. You know, so I'm back. Amen. Amen. I am. Amen.
6: Amen. Yeah. Well, I think mean, one of the things I appreciate so much, Jeff, is I know you're working two full-time jobs right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked to him on the phone a couple of times this week. He's like, oh, I'm leaving this job. I'm going <laughs> to that job. And yet, here you are every time the doors open, yeah. every Sunday serving faithfully. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we just appreciate that dedication, that service, and that faithfulness. And as a result, you know, when you were walking through something, you had a whole group of people around you. Oh, yeah. You had a family who was there. Well, thanks so much, Jeff, for your ministry and faithfulness. Blessings on you, my friend. Blessings on you. So I hope you're catching an understanding here. You know, this is a safe place. You can fly under the radar as long as you need to, but there comes a point, like Lucy said, where you're sort of like, well, it might not be comfortable, but maybe I need to join that class. Maybe I need to be part of that group. Maybe I need to step beyond something. Maybe it's time, like... Jeff, who flew under the radar for a while, but then it's like, you know what? If I'm going to go to the next level, I've got to take that step of faith. In Ephesians chapter 3, Paul writes this incredible promise when he says, Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that's at work within us, to him be glory in the And in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever, amen. Here's the word of the Lord. Jesus loves the church. He loves this church. Jesus is building his church. He's building this church. And how is he asking you to take the next step? To connect, to grow, to bless, to serve. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you. The church was your idea. You gave your life for the church. You loved it so much that that's what you're doing now. You're building your church. You're building your kingdom. And I pray, Lord, that you would raise up in each one of us the courage and strength to push past our fears, to push past our hurts, to push past our concerns, to find the family you intend for us here. Thank you for this amazing family. Thank you for the faithfulness I just how to walk through life, how to handle crisis, how to be a family together. Would you speak to each of us and help us to love what you love and be about what you're about? Build your church, build your kingdom here in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Let's welcome the worship team as they come to lead us.
1: Your rule and reign in our hearts again. Reveal in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come, set our hearts ablaze with hope like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come, invade us now. your church we need your power in us we seek your kingdom first come on we hunger and we thirst we no refuse to waste our lives for your a joy and prize to see your captain's hearts release the hurt, the sick, the poor at peace. We lay down our lives for heaven's God. We are your church. We pray revive this earth. Build your show you
6: Now, I had someone come to me once and said, Pastor, I, I don't believe in the local church. I believe in the invisible church. And I said, well, you better make sure you have the telephone number of the invisible pastor <laughs> when you get sick and the invisible people who are going to visit you when you're not doing well. There is an invisible church. Everybody around the world who says Jesus. But there's still this local expression. And I hope you feel at home here. In fact, click your heels with me three times. Here we go. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And we want you to know you're safe here. Following service, if you would like prayer, we'll have pastors in here and outside to pray with you. But also, Bloom Energy is ready to hire 200 people. If you're ready for a new job, or you want your kid to get a job, or you want a new job, I'd head out there after service so you can line up and get some info, okay? Pastor Ken will be back next week with a powerful series called Breaking Free. It's gonna be a great blessing. Let me speak God's blessing on you now. God, thank you. Somehow we get to be part of your plan, your dream to make a people here on earth. Would you help us to be the family you intended us to be? Loving, supporting, caring, walking together, becoming your people. Thanks for your faithfulness. Thanks for this great family. Thank you. The great days are here. In Jesus' name, God bless you. We love you. Have a great week in the Lord.